independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. What is up? Happy, happy, happy New Year! Thank goodness, I'm back. Took some time off. First show of the year. Ready to rock and roll. What's everybody talking about? Period. What took place last night, Monday Night Football. Uh, If you haven't seen it, it wasn't anything crazy. You know, I watch football. I watch a lot of sports. Drives my wife crazy, I'm sure. Sometimes you see football. There was a a hit a couple weeks ago. In fact, producer Phil and I, before we went on break, we were talking about it. A guy from the Chargers hit somebody, and I thought, my God, he almost decapitated that guy. It wasn't one of those. It was a run-of-the-mill, innocuous tackle that took place. But wow. Last night, I have my wife, my, my stepdaughter Lily, and myself, and even when I talked to Jack, everybody, because you know he was here visiting, he went home yesterday, all watching what took place last night. Hamblin, a second-year player for Buffalo, tackles a Bengals player. Nothing crazy. Wasn't this open field crushing hit where they both are running at each other at 100 miles an hour, and boom! No, it was a tackle. But at the right place, at the right time, it was terrifying. Well, this is the last thing you want to see as they brought the stretcher out. They have that backboard out. DeMar Hamlin is the one who was in on that stop on T. Higgins. And then he got up and just went right back down to the ground. That's Joe Buck right there on the call. Monday Night Football. And that's the other thing. And and we'll touch on this for just a second, get back to a little bit later. This wasn't a game that was a game. Sunday, everybody's playing. You're watching your local market. You maybe hear about it a little bit later. This was the penultimate game of, of, of the weekend, of the holiday period, and potentially for Monday Night Football this year. You had the two of arguably the best teams in football facing off against each other, vying to be the number one team to host all of the playoff games in your building to get a bye that first weekend. These are the teams that AFC, everybody's waiting for the Bills to win it all. Bengals last year went to the Super Bowl. Everybody and their mothers watching the game. It's the end of, of, of the holiday season. People get ready to go back to work. This is kind of their last hurrah. This is it. Cincinnati's been partying all weekend long. This is what everybody's been looking forward to. And five minutes and 38 seconds left, you have that. And they're paying attention. And they're watching. I was watching. And I told my wife, it's not a, they bring that back, bring that. It's not a back thing. I go back to June of, 2021. Christian Eriksen, player for the Danish national team in the European Championships against a rival uh, Scandinavian country, takes a throw in to his feet in the European Soccer Championships, takes two steps, collapses, and the world watches. 
I said, they're working on him. This isn't that. This is something else. CPR administered by the medical personnel on the field. It was feverish. Players, some were watching, some were turned away. Most were in shock. We saw players crying. It is just stunning. And that's what it was. And I could tell, I said, they're working on him in a way that is not, you know, when, when, when somebody hurts their neck, the way that they go about doing it is much different. He stood up, took a few steps, and then collapsed. I said, his heart stopped. And that's what they say happened. He had a cardiac incident. Some people say it's a heart attack. Most doctors say, nope, he got hit in such a way that it started his heart to go into uh, have an arrhythmia-like situation, and then, boom, to the ground he went. And that's where everybody, because, again, how many times have we seen guys who get hit and and they're like, you know, they're, they're how oh, it's like, oh, it's a head injury. You just pass it. I said, this is different. The way he went down, totally different. And I said, it's a cardiac event. I said, I've seen something like this before. Right now, it's impossible to tell. Um, there are types of sudden cardiac arrest caused by arrhythmias uh, that could happen after a hit, but they could also happen to someone sitting on the sidelines. Um, there's other types of cardiac arrest that occur after blunt force trauma to the chest. And that's what this was. Just at the right place at the right time. And he is in stable condition, but critical condition. And some of the medical professionals, I think they said they were cooling him. And by cooling him, they probably won't know anything for a day or two unless he starts moving his extremities. It was, again, you, you, you put everything together. This happened right there on the field. For those of you who don't know, a guy named Chuck Hughes was his name. 50 years ago, he died on the field in the NFL. Not because of a hit. He had a heart attack. He had a heart attack. That's what took place. That's kind of what took place last night. Critical condition, but stable. Horrible situation but think about this on the scene in a second once they knew minister cpr immediately defibrillator started his heart again on the field which is huge and they were less than two miles away from a trauma one level facility That's that's big. That's big. That is all sports facilities now. Hell, most works. If you were in your next time you're at your work, and maybe going back today, or maybe go back into the you know like to to the break room or something like that. Don't be surprised if you see something there, and that's a defibrillator. Most places now provide those. So, but it was terrifying. And I have been in a situation where I've seen that. I didn't know what it was. I was 20, 21, and I was playing soccer. And we had a, our goalie, Gaza, was running at, at, they played a ball over the top. He was running out to get it. Another guy was running at him. They smashed into each other. 
Now, I was up front. I'm like, I, you know, I'm 70 yards away. I think, I think somebody broke their leg. But immediately, you could tell something was really wrong. They started, one of the guys in the field, Jimmy Millendrick, started giving him CPR. Next thing you know, it goes from one thing to another. Gaza survived. Jimmy, by the way, scored two goals that game. Uh, it was crazy. But it shows you how fleeting life is. And that was a moment that took place. Boom, like that. Crazy, indeed. Crazy, crazy, indeed. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. A lot of stuff to get to today. Hope you had a solid, fun, enjoyable time off. You enjoyed some time off. Uh, appreciate Craig filling in for me uh, and, and all the guys putting together the best of us. It was just, it was a much needed relaxation time. And the beauty of it is I didn't have to travel. I didn't travel. And when I hear the nightmares of the people in Southwest, it is just, my baggage is, sir, on trips, but I'm not on a trip. I'm on a trip. My bag is decided to stay home. Uh, I'm 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 here. My bags are in Minneapolis, which is a place we weren't going. But uh, you know, it's just it's it's horrible. I couldn't, and I'm like, that's why. And I'm at that point in my life too. I got kids. I got little ones. Right. I got a four year old. I don't know. I was telling you, I don't know if Charlie has it in her to fly somewhere. We're like, we may fly out to see Jack, my son. But, you know, for those of you who have kids, you know, a vacation with kids is not a vacation. It's like, you know what? I would like to wrangle these people in a different place <laughs> where I have no help. And there is places and things that I am unfamiliar with that they can get into trouble with. I would like to take all of the stuff I'm familiar with, move it somewhere else and make it more stress for me. Oh, and by the way, I would also potentially like to have my flight canceled and me stuck somewhere in an airport with nothing to do for these children as well. If that could happen, fantastic. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. A lot of predictions. Uh, obviously, Kevin McCarthy, what will happen there? We'll touch on that. Immigration. I watched no news, really. I mean, you know, I'd get some updates or, you know, uh, but I paid very little attention i'm like trump's tax i'm like eh, whatever uh you know like the the you know the the whole you know nightmare of immigration i i saw a little bit of i just didn't pay any attention i just it was nice it was like one of those things it was like it was good to breathe and not have to go this this chaos and craziness also predictions for 2023 I'd like to hear from you let me know what you think is going to happen 2020 text the program 323 2423 at Chad Benson show is your Twitter, your Instagram and everything else. Ruffgreens.com slash chat. I, I, I put it out there on Twitter. What do you think is going to happen? Somebody goes, I predict doodle will live another year because of that rough green stuff. I don't underestimate it. It was tell my wife during Christmas. I don't know if this is his last Christmas. I mean, I don't know how old he is, but he's got to be somewhere between I'd say 14 and 16, but he's still just going. And I love it. And all we did was change his diet to rough greens. And it's not the diet itself and the food. It's the supplement that goes on top of your dog's food. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369, all this incredible stuff. If you are saying to yourself, man, I'd like to get my dog a jump start, they're going to do it for free. 
Rough Greens is going to send you back for free. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. You don't change anything else. You sprinkle it on top of your dog's food and watch what happens. Get a free bag now. Cover the cost of shipping. Go to roughgreens.com slash chat, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash chat, roughgreens.com slash chad, Chad Benson Show. Helen Keller is a Nazi terrorist that is a male. Is that what you're telling me right now? Yeah. Are you thinking of Hitler? Who's Hitler? Vaccines work, but only the Chad Benson Show is 100% effective against stupidity. Do you know what D-Day is? D-Day. A person? A rapper? God, Karen, you are so stupid. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and wherever you find your favorite woke-free podcasts. This is the Chad Benson Show. Kevin McCarthy has already moved into the Speaker's office, but this morning he's still scrambling to get enough votes to become the next Speaker of the House. With the razor-thin majority, he can only afford to lose four members from his own party. Right now, there are five staunch conservatives who have made it clear they will not support him, calling him untrustworthy. And then you have several other Republicans who have indicated that they are on the fence as well. Yeah, untrustworthy. Not a fan of his. Oh, no. What is that about? Matt Gates is being interviewed earlier. Brief and productive discussion. How was it productive? In so far as that it was brief. <laughs> Can you elaborate a bit more? I sure I could. I mean, has he won your support yet, Congressman? No. Why not? No. Why not? Because I gave a speech at Turning Point. I told you why not. Oh, okay. So what happens now? Here's the thing. Uh, who else are you going to put out there? I don't hear anybody else. I'm just curious. Let's just say there's many votes, which there will be. Do I think he's going to be speaker? Yes. What is going to be promised? We probably won't know for a couple days or so, but still. McCarthy has made some major concessions, including making it easier to remove him from the position if he were to be elected as the next Speaker of the House. If he fails on the first ballot, the House will just keep voting until there is a new Speaker of the House. That is something that has not happened in 100 years. And of course, no bills can be passed. Members can't even be sworn in until there is a Speaker. Yeah. So this could go on for hours, days. You're going to have people that hold up. They want concessions. He's given a lot of concessions. What do I think will happen? I think he'll end up being Speaker. We'll move on with our lives. Could I be wrong? Absolutely. It's a possibility, but I keep going. And who exactly are you putting up there? Andy Biggs? No, no, no. It's not going to happen. All right. Steve Scalise is kind of eh, on the fence, but still, who, who, who are you throwing out there? That's the other side. Like, here's the thing about if, if you have a plan. Right. The plan should be this guy's not it. This guy, this gal is it. You not it. You yours is he's not it. What's your plan? He's not it. That's not a plan. That's not a plan. That's obstructionism. Understandably. Do I think he's the best person for the job? Do I think any of these people? Let me tell you, it's not. It's not George Santos. Dude, that guy is so full of crap. It is amazing. Like, e- look, all of us have batted our resumes in the past. Oh, yeah, I was totally the manager. You were like the assistant to the assistant manager. Whatever, shut up. 
I could do the job. You know I was shit at. I mean, all, all of us. All of us, you know. Oh, I graduated with a 4.0. You graduated with a 2.8. Whatever. This guy's none of those things. <laughs> so I don't think he's going to be it. But you know what? Today's Republican Party, maybe he is. Heard people going, they should totally elect Trump. Shut up. My God, that's insane. I look over and I'm like, man, how did you guys in 2022, when you had everything going for you, manage to jack the pooch so much that you're not even going to get the speaker right? We're going to do something we haven't done in 100 years. We're going to turn this into a nightmare. Oh, and by the way, we're going to seat this guy over here who lied about everything. Jewish. Gay-ish. Graduated with nothing. Are you sure? Because I've heard he was a president at Goldman Sachs. Was it some small paper before the election? And I think Rhode Island or Long Island found out all this stuff and they put it out there and everybody's like, eh. Like, they handed it to you on a silver platter and nobody could figure that out. It's crazy. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. We'll touch more on that. Predictions. Some immigration news. A lot of stuff still to get to. Plus, they caught that guy, potentially. Killed those four students in Idaho. Talk about that as well. This is the Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. So... Nice having no like tied down situation of having to pay attention to politics. Because, you know, people say, What do you think of Trump's taxes? I'm like, I don't care. What do you mean you don't care? I don't care. I don't care. I don't care about any of his taxes. I don't care about any of their taxes. Just, but he didn't pay any federal taxes. Yeah, he paid, a, but he also lost a lot of money. So who cares? At the end of the day, I've never understood that. I don't get it. People are really into it, and it's not something that's in the Constitution. It's not something that's mandatory. Uh, well, he lied about being audited. Eh, again, I don't. I, it means very little. To me. it, 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 and it never did, right? I, I've never cared about any of of their taxes. A lot of people made a big deal about a lot of this stuff, and I just I didn't care. But look at all he lost money. It was just nothing there. There was just nothing there that we didn't already think or care about. Why should anybody care? Because people do. They do. Right? Because they got nothing else going on. Politics is our religion. Politics is our sports. So that's where we, we roll into. But for me, I, I didn't even, I'm like, I'm not, I don't care. I <laughs> just none of it matters at all. Because whatever. We moved on. So that got me thinking. We got to start thinking about 2023. And here we are, lo and behold, 2023. 
I'm going to give you some of my predictions throughout the show, things I think are going to happen. I've heard a lot of people say Trump's going to be indicted. Trump's going to be indicted. Trump's going to be indicted. This guy, this uh, the Smith guy, is the special prosecutor is going, is it possible? Of course, anything's possible. But what's it look like if he's indicted? I don't know if he is going to be indicted. Not saying I can't be wrong, because I absolutely can be. I will be. I'm a human being. Human beings get things wrong. The question is, like everything else, is this the path that the country wants to take? We've had a few tumultuous years, to say the least. This is the path that people really want to take right this second. Mm, That's a big question. If he is indicted, so let's just imagine this for a second. Just, you know, again, I'm like, he's indicted. He becomes a martyr. He then becomes a voice again of strength to the Republican Party. He then becomes a money-raising behemoth. The likes we haven't seen even with him at his height. And he probably gets the nomination. Oh, it's a possibility. I just don't think we're going to see that this year. I don't. Although he, they're moving fast on this thing, I could be wrong. I just do not feel like this is the year we're going to see that. Some of the other things I think we're going to see this year. Immigration continuing to be insane. And I don't think it's going to be getting better anytime soon. Why is that? Because, well, they were able to pull a, uh, put a Band-Aid back out there on it and eventually figure out, okay, Title 42 is not going anywhere, at least not right for right now, which it should. I've said it for, we shouldn't have it anymore. We're not in a pandemic phase. At all. I mean, you technically, we could call it whatever we want, but the reality is, is nobody's living their life in the pandemic phase of COVID anymore. But I think this year you're going to see politics and the pop culture side of politics all start to swerve a little bit right. Right? 5,000 genders. Uh, you know, all this wackiness and including immigration and the fact that we have ignored immigration across the board. Even Democrats are over it. It's overwhelming. Democrats, independents, Republicans. If you start with securing the border, because you can't have a country if you cannot have secure borders and that national security, and then you step in. And you give the dreamers the access, the pathway to earn citizenship. And the third aspect is to fix legal immigration because most Americans actually want legal immigration. Legal immigration increased. Take those three steps, 79% support, including a supermajority of Republicans, independents, and Democrats. That's huge. Frank Lutz right there. That's massive. 79% Let's be real for a second for, you know, and I've said this all along. I think most people are totally fine with 
legal immigration. I mean, you're going to get some nut jobs that aren't, but most people are fine. I don't think most Democrats are going, oh, we should throw up the borders, allow anybody in here. Although you're going to find a bunch of nut jobs that were like, that's totally fine. There are no countries, man. But before we do any of this, we got to fix the leak. We keep trying to bail water out of a sinking ship without trying to find the leak and or fix it. So you know what we keep doing? Bailing it out. And all we're doing is allowing the dreamers of tomorrow into the country. We stop that. We enforce the laws that we have. We give people opportunities to come here and work and the opportunities to come here and potentially not just reside, become parts of communities and citizens eventually. I think opportunities should be there. 100%. But you can't just do what we've been doing, which is nothing. Our half-assery at the border is spectacular. And the whiplash that the men and women at the border feel, and I talk to them all the time. For those of you who are new to the show, we got some new affiliates that have joined the program. God bless all of you. Uh, for those of you who are new to the show, I live in what I call the Valley of the Dirt People, which is in between Tucson and Phoenix. A vast majority of the year-round residents, because there we have about 30% of the residents that live where we are, they're, they're snowbirds. People only come out to escape North Dakota, Minnesota winters, stuff like that, Canadians. But the vast majority of people that live there are full-time residents, are Border Patrol agents. And they'll tell you, man, I don't know what, what we're doing today. I don't know. We have no idea. I don't know what the law is today. I don't know how we're supposed to. What the law is today, which was the same tomorrow, will be enforced different today than it was tomorrow. I don't know. They don't know. This year, I think we get something fixed. Is it going to be perfect? No. Is it going to be the thing that everybody wants? No, because all of us have different wants, so it's not going to be perfect. But I think a vast majority, 75 plus percent of us, want to see something actually done in a way that's real. As opposed to allowing the courts to come up with something to help continue to keep this nightmare going. Which is what happens. And I have a simple statement to Congress right now. Get your act together. The public expects you to fix this. They've been complaining about this now for more than a decade. Don't say the border is secure when it's not. Don't say this is a humane policy when it clearly isn't. And don't play games with human life. We have a problem. We have a crisis. Fix it and stop playing around. Yeah. Will they? I couldn't tell you. I have a sense, though, we're going to get something done. I do have a sense that we're going to get something done. And again, it's not going to be perfect. And that's the also that's on us. Right. We're always wanting our politicians. Oh, but you guys got to be perfect. It's not perfect. And we want stuff done. And, and this, this, and, and, and the issue is we feel that everybody on, on both sides of the aisle want it 100% their way or else. And it's not that way. And the people that are fighting over whether Kevin McCarthy should or shouldn't be speaker are a very small few people who are representing the Republican Party. But they're the ones who are going to get the press. They're the ones who are going to get the, the, the likes and the follows. And, and, and that's, that's what we have. We have a look at me society that politics has become. And it sucks. It's like it's, they're a bunch of asshat only fans, but for politics. We should have that. That's really what it is. That's all only fans. Politicians, their fundraising is only fans. What's your name? 
Oh, really? I'm so-and-so, and I represent bloody blur. What are you wearing? It's crazy. But the rest of us are like, meh, you know, just get something done. Again, not going to be perfect. I don't expect it to be perfect, but I do expect you to do something. No other business in society would function this way. Could you imagine? We were just talking earlier about sports. It's like, all right, I'm going to drop back, right? We got this play, you know, double Z, three right, four split, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, okay, so you, but I'm not going to pass the ball to this side of the field because I don't like them. (laughs) And I don't want him to score a touchdown because if he did, well, then we'd all look bad on this side of the, uh, come on. My God. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, and all of the other things. Uh, Crazy, but they believe they have got the suspect in the killing of those four students. We're going to talk about that in a little bit as well. Join the program. Let me know what you think some of your predictions are for this year. You can tweet at me, at Chad Benson Show. You can text the program, 323-538-CHAD, 323-538-2423. Been working out a lot. Got into a new sport called pickleball. It's not new, but uh, it's fun. It is absolutely hilarious and fun to play. And I've been rocking out, listening to, you know, golfed a little bit, right? Had my my Raycons on, uh, pickleballed a little bit, had my Raycons on. It's awesome. And you know what the crazy thing is? People always ask me, oh, Chad, you wear your your Raycons, but, uh, you know, I mean, you're playing golf. Well, I was playing pickleball pretty hard. And guess what? They didn't fall out. They're amazing. Fit is incredible. It is awesome. I love my Raycons, and you'll love yours. Best earbuds around. Half the price of these other premium earbuds. Just amazing. You You get tons of talk time, hours and hours and hours of battery life, and a fit that feels like they made it specifically for you. Right now, save an extra 15%. Start 2023 off right, getting yourself fit, getting yourself healthy, whatever it is you're doing. Get yourself the music, the sound, the things that you love, which is your Raycons. Get those now. Go to buyraycon.com slash chat. Save an extra 15%. Buyraycon.com slash chat. Buyraycon.com slash chat. Chad Benson Show. Welcome to Chad. No, not the country. The institution. The Chad Benson Show. This is the music from Brazil. As today begins three days of mourning as they have Lang Pele, the greatest soccer player of all time, arguably one of the most famous people to ever walk on this earth. I mean, think about that. Think about that for a second. He was 82, died of cancer, lived an amazing life. He stopped a war because he wasn't going to play soccer unless the war stopped. That's insane. It is. Just a different human being. And the Joga Bonito, which is what the Brazilians call the love of the beautiful game, the way that they played. He, you know, he was 17. He won the World Cup. He won three of them. You know how many people have won three World Cups? Pele. There you go. That was it. Pele. And it's Pele. That was it. 
First athlete to get a million dollars a year. Guy was crazy. It was a great story about him, uh, Adidas and Puma, who were, they're actually brothers, founded, and they kind of, they made a pact. They were never going to bid on Pele because they called it the Pele rule. Because to get Pele to sign with them, they would eventually have to break the bank to the point where it would probably bankrupt them. But Puma came up with this great idea. They paid him $120,000, essentially at the time, I think it was worth like $4 million today's money, to tie his shoe right before the start of the World Cup final. And so just for the kickoff, he said, oh, okay, hold on, hold on. And he bent down and he slowly tied his shoes. And in doing so, it zoomed in on his shoe. It worked. Crazy. Crazy indeed. But I'll tell you what, as a kid growing up, he was in the movie Victory, which I loved, played for the Cosmos. I got to see him play. There are two people on earth that I've seen play soccer where I was mesmerized because I was watching legends. Johan Cruyff and him. And it was the most amazing thing. It was. It was. So being laid to rest today, the, the funeral... It's been taking place. By the way, it's three days of mourning in Brazil. Presidents died, you get it one. <laughs> Pele dies, you get three. Shows you the world. They don't know how many people are showing up. Nobody's going to work. Uh, the streets are lined. Maybe 15, 20, 30 million people. That's the kind of craziness. He is going to be buried on the ninth floor overlooking the stadium that he made famous for his club team in Santos. It's amazing. 323 538 2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter tweet text. They caught him. The think they caught him. The guy that may be the murderer of those four kids in Idaho. And how did they catch him? Well, genealogy. You have DNA from a crime, uh, but you don't have a suspect. He's not in a database. So you use public databases of genealogy looking for relatives. Eventually, you get down to the point where you can match the DNA, potentially, to your suspect. And they think this is the cat. And, uh, you know, it is bizarre. Cronenberg's his name. We don't like to give a lot of people uh, publicity here. But my God. I mean, what are we talking, four, five, six weeks? Nothing? Four kids dead, prime of their lives, early 20s, fit, healthy, murdered violently, horror movie, scream-like things. The difference is killed all four virtually next to each other. None of them stood a chance. None of them did. Crazy. He is a... Student studies criminal behavior, was fascinated by this stuff. Uh, just bizarre. Within hours, Brian Koberger will be brought from that correctional facility here to the courthouse. His lawyer telling me that since he's been there, he's been in a suicide smock at all times, including rec time. He also says the facility has been very accommodating to Brian's vegan diet. As for today, he says his client isn't nervous and that his one request was that he get a chance to speak with his parents, something he said the court cannot accommodate. 
Can we all just finally admit it? The vegans are just awful. <laughs> so wait, this guy may have killed four people and that other guy stole how many billions? My God. Yeah. I think it's time to realize it's time to eat meat. So he is going to waive extradition. He wants to get back to Idaho because he wants to prove his innocence. I'm thinking... No. See, bizarre. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Everybody talking about it today, even if you don't like football. Everybody saw what took place last night. Horrific situation. Monday night football. It was, well, it sounded like this. Well, this is the last thing you want to see. As they brought the stretcher out, they have that backboard out. DeMar Hamlin is the one who was in on that stop on T. Higgins. And then he got up and just went right back down to the ground. Yep. Joe Buck right there along with Troy Aikman, Monday Night Football. Takes a hit. Innocuous hit. He's actually the one delivering it. You know, but nothing big. I mean, this isn't one of those things where this isn't two guys sprinting at each other at full top speed and one guy's focusing on the ball and the other guy's focusing on hitting somebody in the chest. It was just a tackle. And you know how I know that? Because I've seen it a thousand times on television. I have. If somebody's leg gets blown up, they don't show it anymore. If somebody gets knocked, this was just a hit. Tackle. Wasn't even a hit. It was a tackle. It wasn't like the whole place went, ooh, ah. No, it was none of that. But it was Monday Night Football. And it was awful. His heart stopped. They revived it on the field. Took a while. Took a while. But eventually... They got his heart beating again. He is in critical condition. But not a lot's going to be known probably for the next 24 to 48 hours. But the whole world watched. It's Monday Night Football. Two of the teams that are favorite to not only go to the Super Bowl, win the Super Bowl. Battling for home field for the playoffs. Battling so they could get that first round bye, that they don't have to play that that opening wild card weekend. Battling for all of the stuff. It's got to run through our house. Cincinnati, man, it was a party. And boom, he goes down. And it took a while. But eventually, 
They got his heart beating again. This happens anywhere else. He's probably done. But it happened in a major modern stadium with modern facilities right there. Both sets of team doctors went to work. Not physios, but doctors. CPR was administered almost immediately. Defibrillators are in the stadiums, and so was an ambulance. He was less than two miles away from a trauma one level hospital, which deals with these kind of things. So as bad and as absolutely an anomaly as this was being hit in the place in his heart where it stopped that 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 just that area that one millimeter in one direction or another direction. We're not talking about this. Talk about the game. We're talking about any of it at all. But no. And it also happened on Monday Night Football. Where the whole country's watching. Every NFL team is watching. And finally, they decided the game was suspended. There was talk that the NFL's come out and denied and said, eh, we were never going to just give them five minutes to warm up and send them out there. Now, maybe years gone by, that's a possibility. But you could tell, hey, nobody wanted to play that game. These guys were in tears. The question is, will they make it up? If these were two teams that were 3-13, and 13, this game's never being replayed. But these are two teams that have a chance to go to the Super Bowl and are battling for home field. So you got to ask yourself the question, do you give them both losses? Do you give them wins? You're not going to give them a tie. How does this work? Because if we're going to stop it, not do any of this anymore like that, well then, I mean, there's going to be serious questions. I know it sounds horrible, but that's the reality that the other guys are sitting around going, all right, we got to figure this thing out. If you're in the NFL, this entire thing, though, was not preventable. No matter what you do to protect these men, it's not going to be 100% perfect. Legs will break. Necks will break. There's going to be issues. So no matter what we do, the modern gladiator is still going to go out there. This is still going to happen. where you're going to have incidents where people are going to be hurt. This was an anomaly. You could tell it was different than the usual circumstance happens too often uh, in terms of concussions where people wobble to their feet or they have to be taken off. And we know all about that crisis and it is a crisis, but throughout the conversation tonight, I think there's been a generalization made that sort of goes like this. At least that's what I've heard as I've been on CNN for the last few hours. This shows you just how dangerous football is. I think this particular circumstance, John, does not fall into that category. Yeah, I agree with Bob Costas. This is a one-off. I have been in a few situations, because my wife and I talked about this last night. She goes, you played soccer for all those years. Do you ever have any incidents like this? I said, yes. I said, one, a guy I was playing with, uh, when I was younger, he got hit in a collision and his heart stopped. They restarted it there through CPR, and uh, it was it was a terrifying situation. At first, I couldn't tell what happened because I was further away. I was on the field, but I said, 
it was a one-off situation. I said, I did coach a player who died on the field. Now, he wasn't he was on my club team, but it was his first high school game. And he got hit in the back of the head in such a way that his essentially his neck broke and his spinal it was it was they said had it happened in the hospital they could not have saved him but much like this a millimeter one way or another none of that would have happened these are anomalies this is not how violent the game is the game is much violent much more violent than this i am surprised that we haven't seen this more it shows you how incredibly tuned and strong and medically how amazing that they catch all of these things. But this was an anomaly. It was. Now the question again goes back to, will they play this game? That's going to be all these kind of things. The reality is, is none of that really matters. All that matters is he gets well, period. He's a good dude. He is. This is him, Damar Hamlin. Uh, Christmas charity. What's up? It's Lamar Hamlin. Back at the hometown, back at the crib. Third annual toy drive, man. We're doing it for the kids. Having a good time, man. So let's get back to it. Yeah. Doing a toy drive, right? So here he is doing a tour, uh, a toy drive. He wanted to raise $2,500 for his toy drive that he was doing. On top of everything else, he was doing something. Go fund me. Set up for his toy drive. He wanted to raise $2,500. Currently, it is at almost $4 million. That shows you the love that people have. 135,000 plus people have donated. I know a lot of that's the Bills Mafia. That's what they call the fans of the Bills. But it also shows you the rally around and the love that people have. And when stuff gets real, this is what we're capable of doing, which I think is, is a good thing. We need more of that, especially as we head into 2023 and we're just kicking off. But he is stable, in serious condition, cardiac arrest. We'll find out more in the next couple of days. Uh, there's some that said that they, they, they put him into what they call an ice, uh, where they, where they, not necessarily say freeze his body, but they lower his temperature to the point to protect the brain. And in doing so, he, they will not try to revive him for potentially 24 to 48 hours. But this is, you know, you're hearing all kinds of things, but it, it is, it was, it was, it was terrifying to watch last night. And it shows you, you know, it, it's, it's split second and things can happen. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. A lot of stuff still to squeeze into. we got a little what's trending. Plus, yes, it is <sighs> McCarthy looking somewhere for votes. Kevin McCarthy has already moved into the Speaker's office. Which is very presumptuous of him. But this morning, he's still scrambling to get enough votes to become the next Speaker of the House. So wait a minute. You moved into the office, but you don't have the votes? Yeah, we'll touch on that. Immigration as well. Uh, More on predictions of what we think may happen this year. Some of them wacky, some of them fun. If you've got any, let me know. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter 
C H A D B E N S O N. Rough Greens, R U F F Greens.com slash Chad. Go get a free bag of Rough Greens. The best supplement I've ever given my dog. You will love it. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega 369, all of this incredible stuff. You just sprinkle it on top of your dog's food and voila! Your dog's food, as I like to say, comes alive. Your dog's food is shelf-stable, meaning it's meant to live on a shelf. It's not meant to be this amazing, incredible, live-living thing that helps your dog. It's just meant to be preserved in an air. This is going to help with that. It's going to help your dog if they are lethargic. It's going to help if they've got digestive issues. Uh, uh, it's going to help with their fur and their skin. And yes, aches and pains. And it's helped my older dog, Doodle, tremendously. So try it right now for free. It's not going to cost you a penny. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. You get the bag. All you do is sprinkle it on top of your dog's food. Don't change anything else. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Get a free bag today. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Chad Benton Show. I am not a terrorist. I am not Antifa. I am not a sex slave that wears masks. <gasps> Don't be a cutie pie. Probably sit around and cook some soups and eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. You're ruining my life, bud! Yeah, You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Einstein, James Dean, Davy Crockett, Peter Pan, Elvis Presley, Disneyland, Princess Grace, Katie Grace, trouble in the Suez. Norway, Oman, Pakistan, Qatar, Russia, Suriname. Playing that brass, that plenty for some lesser fans, birthday party, cheesecake, jelly bean, boom. What's trending? Shall we find out what's trending in the world of trends? I think we shall. I think we shall. These are things that are trending in the world of the internet and beyond, beyond, beyond. Is it Web3? Is that the new thing? Yeah, I think that's so stupid. Web3. What's it like? It's just like web. It's just like the regular web, but it's got a three next to it. It's totally the same, but at the same time different. Ken Block, number one trending thing yesterday. You're thinking, who's that? Exactly. Why is he trending? He was a extreme sports guy, uh, you know, rally racer, but he was also the co-founder of DC Shoes. He died yesterday in a snowmobile accident. Lots of uh, college football, NFL football yesterday as well. As well as Rolling Stone's top 200 singers. We're going to get to that in a minute because uh, it's interesting. Very, very interesting who some of these people are or aren't named in this list. And uh, Darren Hamlin, who was the injured Buffalo Bill, is also trending on both Twitter and Google. So Tamar Hamlin, uh, 24 years old, six-round draft pick, second year in the league. Hell of a player. And, of course, we've talked about throughout the show what took place to him uh, and his heart stopped. uh, But uh, in serious condition, in ICU, but alive. And they did restart his heart on the field. Number one trending thing today in the Twitterverse. Paul McCartney? No. Kevin McCarthy? Yes. Is he going to 
be the Speaker of the House. How many votes does it take? What does he have to give up? How long does the Speaker of the House even last for him? If and when he probably gets it, because you heard earlier, he's already moved into the office. I'm already here, guys. You can't throw me out now. I mean, look at me, for God's sakes. I'm here. I've made it here. Ah, fools. Idiots. I'm here. I can't. This is... Lots of politics trending right now. Tons of it. When you think about all of it, I mean, it's got everybody in the world from 118th Congress to House GOP to uh, House Republicans to, uh, you know, uh, you've got, you know, Dan Crenshaw, who came out just a little while ago and said the same thing I've been saying. The people that are holding any of this stuff up for Speaker of the House want one thing. It's not principle. It's notoriety. It's publicity. So many of these people are using these and that's what politics has become. Politics has become a a GoFundMe slash OnlyFans for politicians. That's what it's become. It's become, what are you wearing? Oh, yeah, for $20 a month, I could totally do all the things you want me to. It's totally what it's become. It's a joke. It is. But he said the same thing I've been echoing for a long time, which is what I've been echoing for, for many years. Are you a... Celebrity, or are you a politician? A celebrity is a politician that's more interested in my interviews, my Q score, what I'm wearing, how many Instagram, how many Twitter followers, how many Rumble, YouTube, all of those things. That's a celebrity. Politicians go to work. They do the job of the people. That's the difference. And we have too many celebrities that eat up and suck all the oxygen out of the room anymore that make politics a really uh, uh, an absolute joke. Reality television. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. She didn't make the list, but Glenn Danzig did. We'll talk about the 200 greatest singers as voted on by Rolling Stone magazine. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Independent indeed. So you're independent, Chad. So what, you just don't pick a side? Oh, I pick sides. Reality. Not insanity. Is that possible to do anymore? Is it? In this woke, wacky world? I read an article yesterday in uh, Vanity Fair about how evil <laughs> it's like it was it was it was how evil ron DeSantis is it wasn't even an argument against his policies it was just a, he's a jerk <laughs> he's mean it's horrible he's a bad person 
I don't like his stuff. It's going to be mean to me. He might even mean tweet me. I don't know. Shut up. Give me an argument. I don't like this. The don't say gay bill. It's not the name of the damn bill. That's all based on your feelings. No, I have a four-year-old, and I don't want her to learn some stuff. I want that to come a little bit later than life, right? All right? So, enough of that crap. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm positive. It's the don't say gay bill. Nobody says you can't say gay. You dubbed it that. But the entire article in Vanity Fair was about what an evil person he was, essentially. He's disenfranchising people. Who didn't get a chance to vote? It doesn't matter if 100% of people voted that could possibly vote. 100%. Somebody would come out and say, well, they made it tougher than it should have been. It doesn't matter. You're pissed to be pissed. That's it. I don't like the other side. They're evil. They're bad. Punch it, dumbasses. Speaking of that, let's talk about it earlier. McCarthy running for Speaker of the House. This right here is a guy I like. He's a good cat. The old uh, Crenshaw out there. Old Dan Crenshaw, Texas. Self-aggrandizing attention seekers. They think they're stopping right there because they think they're fighting for some sort of esoteric principles, but they're not, right? They're fighting for inside baseball procedural rules that just give them more power inside here. There you go. Self-aggrandizing. We know what that's called. You are a... said the word. Clowns. They're doing what's right for America, Chad. They're patriots beyond patriot. I know some of these people. They're anything but. They're anything but. They are, you know, uh, the crazy, wacky, and at times great mayor, Ed Koch, who passed away a few years ago. Uh, So New York mayor, famous, maybe one of the first real famous mayors in the country. Like for, for, people used to say he will always survive as long as a microphone's in his face. That's what so many of these people are. That's why we're back to celebrities. You're a celebrity. Are you a celebrity? You are a celebrity. Oh, wow. Right? AOC, Sandy Cortez. So she's a celebrity, right? Oh, my God. I'm going to throw Facebook live and Insta this. It's going to be awesome. That's where we are in this time. Sad, sad, sad indeed. Sad indeed. Uh, Before we went to break, uh, we're talking about the uh, greatest singers of all time. So Rolling Stone brought out their their 200 greatest singers. I will admit there are some of them I have never heard of. I've heard of. Odetta? Never heard of. Never heard of Odetta. Right? Juan Gabriel? I kind of know who he is, but not really. Right? You know, Buddy Holly, you know, Lana Del Rey, you start going through the list. Iggy Pops on there. Patty Loveless. Tabu Le Roche. Uh, he is from the Congo. Yeah, never heard of him. 
You know, I was like, okay, okay. SZA, Bob Seger. And you start going through some of these people you've heard of, some of them you never heard of. But then it got to who's not on the list. And I got to be honest, I am not a huge fan of a few of these people. One of them I'm a massive fan of, Justin Bieber. But no, he's not on the list. He's not. He's not. He's not. Billy Eilish is. These 200 greatest singers of all time. Like, of all the time, in the history of time, Rolling Stone magazine. And they went woke with some of these. They did. Who's not on the list, though? You ready for this? Okay, I'm going to throw this out there. Uh, Justin Bieber's not one of them. He's not on the list. Oh, do I think Bieber's is the greatest singer in the world? Pink, not on the list. Janet Jackson, not on the list. Madonna's not on the list. Jennifer Houston, Dion Warwick, not on the list. Celine Dion, not on the list. Are you ready for this one, kids? Nat King Cole, not on the list. Glenn Danzig, on the list. Afra Haza, on the list. Oh. Who's that? Exactly. I know who Danzig is. But many of you listening go, who the hell's a Glenn Danzig? Christine Aguilera's on the list. Merle Haggard's on the list. El DeBarge. And I am a huge El DeBarge fan. Give me the in the rhythm of the night. Oh, 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 oh. But... Do I think El DeBarge is as good as Nat King Cole? I'm going to go with a hard no <laughs> on that one. Axel Rose. Do I think he deserves to be on here? Yes. Neil Young. Well, Chad, maybe it's other things. You could tell me that Nat King Cole for the other things, Madonna wasn't a groundbreaker. Right? But Courtney Love was. She's on the list. Rob Halford. Love Judas Priest. Because they're breaking the law, breaking the law. Florence Welsh. Love Florence and the Machine. But, huh. Karen Carpenter. She was 123 out of 200. That's the best you can do? Here is the top 20 on the list. 200 greatest singers of all time. Marvin Gaye. Absolutely deserves it. Frank Sinatra, yep, yep. Selena Cruz, Elvis Presley, Prince, Bob Dylan, Freddie Mercury, Patsy Cline, John Lennon, Little Richard. Now we get to the top 10. Al Green, love me, Al. Great singer. Otis Redding, 100%. Beyonce, Mm, really, really high. Don't think so. Stevie Wonder, meh. Ray Charles, Mm. Mariah Carey, meh. Billy Holiday, got no problem with. Sam Cooke, Whitney Houston, no problem with. I don't know how you put Whitney on here, not Celine. Number one, Aretha Franklin. I just, I find it weird. Sorry, kids. Find it weird. That's the list right there. Like, what is, like, what's your reasoning for not having these other people on? Well, you know, they're, they're this or they're that. Like, I tell me, like, to my face. Why you don't think that Nat King Cole is good enough to qualify for your list? Or Madonna? Or Celine? Or Janet Jackson? Okay, Bieber's young, but so's Billie Eilish. 
Come on, it's Bieber. It's the Biebs. I'm a believer. I'll tell you that right now. Speaking of lists, uh, America's choice for 2024, who will it be? Well, here's a great poll. USA Today, Suffolk University poll. Let me tell you what it is. So they broke it down on all kinds of things. Age, female, non-female, what hometown are you from, parties, leadership styles, political experience, business, military. Let's start with age. You know what they don't want? Old people. 75% of registered Republicans, Democrats, and Independents. 75%. Said 35 to 61. The sweet age was 50%, say, from about 50 to 61 would be perfect. Female president wasn't a big deal. No, most voters, 55% say, eh, it doesn't matter. The best person should be there. Hometown, zero effect. Who cares what hometown you're from, honestly? Now, which party? How about neither, according to this? Democrats obviously want Democrats. Republicans want Republicans. But notable support for president not affiliated with either major political party was huge. Independent, 67%. But also 17% of Democrats, 13% of Republicans. Compromise or not compromise. Both double digits, 57 to 34. Want a president that can compromise to get things done. Ooh, that's pretty good. Here's where it gets weird. Political experience. Democrats prefer senators over governors. Republicans prefer governors over senators. A vast majority of our presidents come from being governors, but Democrats, I think, political experience being in D.C. is something that's important to them. Business experience. Democrats do not want you to have business experience. The the dumber you are (laughs) when it comes to real life matters, the better, apparently. Okay. And military experience, they would also like you not to have served in the military. If that's something you could do, that'd be fantastic. Republicans favor business experience and military experience. There you go. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. We've got some predictions coming up. Some of you are sending me predictions. Feel free to tweet or text the program what you think the predictions for 2023. Hold my pillow right now. It's got stuff for you. We've got the Geese of Dream Sheets. Starting well under 30 bucks. They've got all kinds of amazing, incredible deals galore on all my pillow products right now. And that is awesome. Now I've got the uh, uh, I've got well I've got the Giza Dream Sheets. I have got my favorite thing, and I tell everybody this all the time is the mattress topper. The mattress topper is incredible. I love my mattress topper. I use it all the time. But the Giza Dream Sheets make everything easy, especially when you want to sleep in something nice and cool. It is awesome, and the deals are huge. Twenty nine ninety eight for those right now. Tons of colors and styles to choose from. You can get your Giza Dream Sheets by going to mypillow.com. And using promo code Benson, but check out the deep discounts on all my pillow products across the board. It's mypillow uh, my Use code Benson, and when you do, you're going to save big. But the Giza Dream Sheets right now, twenty nine ninety eight, sixty day money back guarantee. Cotton grown specifically in a small area in the Mediterranean. It is amazing, comfortable, cool to sleep on. Mypillow.com. Use promo code Benson on the checkout. Chad Benson Show.
what you know how to do. Because when you do what you do, what you know how to do. What you've just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. And then they passed us a baton. And the question is, what will we do with the time we carry the baton? You either smoking something or you just dumb as hell. Who doesn't love a yellow school bus? What? Oh, my God. Get your ass on that school bus and go home. Meep, meep. I call myself a joyful warrior. The Chad Benson Show. I can listen to that every day. She is awful, right? Can we just admit that? I think so. 100%. Just the worst. Just awful. I'm amazed. I am Al Gore. I used to be the next president of the United States of America. Yes, that was Al Gore's climate change movie, Inconvenient Truth, way back in 2006. Now Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is out with a new climate change documentary of her own. It turned out to be a big flop, though. The film, called To the End, hit theaters, and then it played on 120 screens, but reportedly drew in only $80 per theater. That's not good. A lot of stuff bombed that was woke. Go woke, go broke! Here's a peek. Some of us have to actually live the future that you all are setting on fire. We're going to make historic investments and we'll seize the opportunity. We got the candidate that was nominated to come to us. We're either going to go out in a blaze of glory or we're going to win what we want. America has faced threats before and come out stronger. Yeah, yeah. I was reading a bunch of stuff about how bad the wokeness was in Hollywood. Hollywood's lost its way. We've known that. Uh, And it just, it got even uglier and uglier for Hollywood this year because nobody paid attention to the insanity of their movies. This didn't work. You know, from gay Superman to, to just, you know, just a bunch of wacky stuff. Look at this, this year. You had Lightyear, didn't meet the expectations they thought, right? Strange World, $180 million budget. Gay lead, the whole night has $24 million when it opened on Thanksgiving weekend. Did not do well. Did not. Uh, and then, of course, you had Bros, which was, remember, that was the movie that was the, the gay movie. And that's kind of what it became. It's like this, this is, if you don't see this movie, you're homophobic and you're evil and it's bad that you don't see it. And it's because you hate, and it was this romantic comedy that they spent all this money on and it super flopped. Why? Because it wasn't very good. Here's the thing. And I continue to remind people of this. If it is entertaining, people are going to come see it if your message is to preach and you put crap out there that's not entertaining somewhere along the line people have lost the plot they become more about activism than a lot of other things and what happens it dies a horrible death it does it does and a lot of these things that they they've rolled out here were just crap they became overwokeness and you just wasn't entertaining, wasn't good. People aren't going. And it's not because they're racist or they're homophobes or they don't like fat people. It's because it's not entertaining. You know what's entertaining? This guy. Who's this guy? 
This poor dude's got to go outside as a sportscaster and do the weather. This guy's funny. Give him a movie. Uh, the same way I felt about eight minutes ago when you asked me that same question, right? I normally do sports. Uh, everything is canceled here for the next couple of days. So what better time to ask the sports guy to come in about five hours earlier than he would normally wake up, go stand out in the wind and the snow and the cold and tell other people not to do the same. I didn't even realize that there was a 3.30 also in the morning until today. That guy is interesting. Can I go back to my regular job? I'm pretty sure, Ryan, that you guys added an extra hour to this show just because somebody likes torturing me because compared to two and a half hours ago, it is just getting colder and colder. Live in Waterloo, the last time this morning, thankfully, I'm Mark Woodley, New 7 KWWL. <laughs> How you doing? It's the same as it was a while ago. It's awful out here. It's cold. Nobody wants to be here. This sucks. I hate my job. <laughs> He's honest, but he was entertaining. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. If you miss any show, grab the podcast. It's the Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts independent life this is chad benson happy happy 2023 yes it is me i am back this is real i want to thank my buddy craig for filling in for me the last couple weeks what everybody's talking about today the game last night nfl horrific horrific scene uh i don't know what else you're gonna say it was awful to see and there it was a player on the field, I told my wife last week, uh, somebody's going to die on the field one day. Somebody's going to die on the field one day. Now, originally, I thought it was the hit. Everybody else did. Something happened. His neck, but he got up. Uh, maybe it was his brain. Who knows? We figured out what it was, though, pretty much immediately that uh, I told her, I said, it's a cardiac arrest. It's a cardiac episode. And that's what it turned out to be. But horrific, scary, unsettling. Uh, I told her, I said, this will be the number one story tomorrow, period, case closed. How could it not be? And it is. The number one story. If you didn't, uh, if you're just waking up, you're like, what the hell happened last night? NFL game, just what seemed to be a run of the mill play, all of a sudden turned into a cardiac event. The game was immediately canceled after some debate, which we'll get into in a little bit. It didn't seem to be anything. Well, this is the last thing you want to see as they brought the stretcher out. They have that backboard out. DeMar Hamlin is the one who was in on that stop on T. Higgins. And then he got up and just went right back down to the ground. And that's Joe Buck calling the game. 
And that's what happens. He he tackles a guy. And it, it, it look, in fairness, pretty run-of-the-mill tackle. Nothing spectacular. This wasn't two guys going at it at 100 miles an hour. It looked to be the run-of-the-mill tackle. And boom, something happened. And you could tell immediately. And it reminded me of the European Soccer Championships 2021, of what took place when you had uh, Ericsson, the, the captain and star of the Danish team, who they threw a ball into him, he took two steps, fell over on his face, and he had a cardiac event. This was different, though, than that. Right now, it's impossible to tell. Um, there are types of sudden cardiac arrest caused by arrhythmias uh, that could happen after a hit, but they could also happen to someone sitting on the sidelines. Um, there's other types of cardiac arrest that occur after blunt force trauma to the chest. And that's the kind of one that a lot of people are thinking took place. It just happened to be that moment, that time, that area, that specific moment. If it happens a millisecond before or after, we're not talking about this. Yeah. So I don't know. It was tough to watch. And my wife says to me last night, she goes, have you ever been in a situation like that? I said, I have been actually. I said, I was probably 20, 21. And uh, our goalie, Gaza, I was home from England. I was having fun with my buddies, playing in a, a goof around Sunday league, just trying to keep myself semi-fit. Uh, and uh, there was a through ball played. And he was running at it, and the guy was running at it, and they collided. Neither of them were looking at each other. They were both looking at the ball, and they collided. And he went into this arrest. And it was bizarre because I was I was up front. I really couldn't see what took place. I know they, you know, smashed into each other. And I thought, oh, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, I, at first you think oh, somebody broke their leg or something like that. And then you realized it was because the guy that hit him stood up and he started going, come on, come on, come on, come on. I thought, oh, he's having a seizure or something. And uh, we had a guy in the field uh, named Jimmy Miller who uh, gave him CPR. And uh, brought him back to to essentially life. And uh, his heart hadn't stopped, but he wasn't breathing. And his heart was fluttering and they came and they and I think they, they, they he it was it was it was terrifying. It was absolutely terrifying. But they said his heart had stopped and it was, you know, because you didn't know because it wasn't anything that hadn't happened to everybody's ever played the game. Any kind of game, which is the question here is. You know, how do we make the games that we love safer? It's tough. I mean, the reality is part of the reason that you watch the games is because they're the gladiators and they go and they smash into each other. And that's part of the 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 the, the, the fun of it, the the battle, the you know, whether it's hockey or you know, hockey's doing everything now to make it as safe as possible. Soccer is doing everything now to make it as safe as possible. Guys don't have their careers ended and you know, I mean, you're, you're, you, these things happen. And I saw Dr. Sanjay Gupta today said, look, this happens maybe 10, 12 times a year in other situations. This was a one-off situation. Uh, and it was, it was, again, it's a horrible situation uh, that took place. But it took place also when? On Monday night. Monday night was always seen as the, the night Right. Where everybody's playing Sunday or they're traveling. But Monday night, it's your game. It's in front of you that you get to be in the in, in the fishbowl of the world 
for everybody to watch. And last night was one of those games. You had two teams who not only are favorites to go to the Super Bowl, potentially to win the Super Bowl. You have Buffalo Bills, who are incredible. The Bengals, who have gone, they went to the Super Bowl last year. This was a situation where you sit back and go, oh, my God. This is, I told my wife, I said, well, you know, my vacation is coming to an end. What a great way to watch football. And it happened in front of millions upon millions, and it was splashed everywhere. This wasn't one of those things where you saw it on the news later. This was the only game in town, and everybody was hyped and watching it. No matter what you do, if your goal is zero injuries, zero pain, zero, it's never going to happen. It's just never going to happen. I saw, uh, you know, Booger McFarland last night on ESPN talking about it. It's just never going to happen. It ain't going to happen. It's never going to happen. This is what it is. This is what it is. Part of the game is... The, the the brutality, and they're trying to take that out because now we know what happens with the concussions. But also part of the reason we watch is because it is exactly that. It's gladiators in a modern sense doing battle with one another and going hard. And last night was just an incident that took place. Last night was was just a moment. That, you know, you know, was there something wrong with his heart before this? That's the questions that are going to be asked. I already had people sending stuff out going, oh, my God, it's because they got the vaccine. It's good. Enough. Enough of that. My, it's, it's, just, it's just insane. It was a moment. It took place. It's awful. But to think that you're going to make the game essentially pain-free or take away all of the potential risk. It's just never going to happen. You can get it as safe as you possibly can, but you will never make it safe to play. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Other big news today. Oh, Lord, Lord, Lord. Uh, new Senate. Do we have a new leader? The problem for McCarthy is right now five Republicans say that they will definitely vote against him. And he's not out of the woods just yet, because in the final hours, another nine Republicans said that they are on the fence. So do the little math here. You add that together. That's 14 Republicans that could vote against him. Remember, he could only afford to lose four votes. So this is far from what he needs at this point. Yeah. And it's going to be uncomfortable for him. It is going to be a situation where we're probably going to have multiple votes throughout the day. And who knows what's going to take place with it? Because, you know, he's given in a lot. It's concession after concession after concession he's been given in doesn't mean that he's going to get what he wants, which is to be speaker. And then what happens from there? Tons of votes. It's going to be bizarre. Uh, this is the battle that's going on. You have the people that are the never McCarthy's. You have the people that are uh, this this bizarre type of the wing that's going to hold everything. I don't know what's going to happen. And the other thing is, for a couple of days, we won't even know what it looks like when all is said and done, because what kind of concessions is he really giving into? What is lip service? What is real? It's uh, it's crazy. Two, th- it is three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson shows your Twitter tweet at us text the program a lot of stuff to get to today your predictions for two thousand twenty three 
Got a lot of that. Asked you on the old Twitter, what do you predict will take place in 2023? Interesting predictions. We're going to be talking a bit about those. A legend laid to rest today in Brazil. We'll talk about that as well. Uh, Nightmares when it comes to travel. A lot of good stuff to get to. Love hearing from all of you. Text the program, 323-538-2423, at Chip Benson Show, Twitter, Instagram, the whole nine yards. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Go to Rough Greens right now and get a free bag of Rough Greens. Now, what's in Rough Greens? It's got vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369, all of that stuff. And it's awesome. It is absolutely awesome. It's great for your dog. It's helped my dog tremendously. Doodle has been uh, just uh, the fact that he's still around. It's funny. My son came to visit. So Jack comes to visit. And my little brother, Elijah, who's my adopted little brother, he comes to visit. They're both the same age. They're 12. And Elijah goes, Doodle's still alive. I said, Doodle's still alive. All we ever changed was, what, four or five years ago was rough grades. That's the only thing we changed with Doodle because he was struggling with a lot of different stuff. Here we are all these years later, still happy, still healthy, still bouncy. Right now, they want you to try it for yourself. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. It's that simple. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Try it for yourself. Just sprinkle it on top of your dog's food. Watch what happens. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. This is the Chad Benson Show. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. An FAA computer issue is to blame for hundreds of flight cancellations to and from airports in Florida. Delays are also widespread. By mid-afternoon, Tampa had about 140 flights delayed. At Miami International, the wait was more than 90 minutes, 75 minutes plus at Fort Lauderdale Airport, 65 minutes or more at West Palm Beach. Fort Myers saw 45-minute delays. Orlando, 30 minutes. A statement from the FAA says it slowed the volume of air traffic into Florida airspace due to an air traffic computer issue but that was nothing compared to southwest and the nightmare that those travelers had absolutely horrific obviously if you traveled we did not travel this little vacation season we actually took a bunch of time where i did nothing uh outside of going to get my 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 son uh we didn't do anything you know we we traveled locally we played a lot of pickleball uh, which has become my new favorite thing, uh, golfed a little bit. But uh, a lot of it was just hanging out and doing fun stuff with the kids. But my brother-in-law, my sister, flew to Kentucky, and they flew into Cincinnati, and I was talking to uh, to them. Apparently, they got lucky because normally they only fly southwest, but the normally southwest flies to where they're going straight. But because they had the kids, uh, they didn't want to do any, you know, uh, connecting flights. They decided to take Delta, and it was okay for them. But it was a nightmare. And their reputation? Are you kidding me? The amount of flights canceled? Not just because of weather. Southwest Airlines is knee-deep in damage control. We're focused on restoring the reliability and level of customer experience that you expect from us. Easier said than done. I trusted Southwest with my worldly belongings and to get me from point A to point B, and I just feel like I was robbed. Hers is one of 2.3 million stories of a holiday interrupted. I will never get that time back. Jim Ryan. Yeah. You think about it. Never get that time back? No, you're not. Here's some more fun from the travel world. When I checked into customer service at DIA on Saturday when I had returned back to Denver, um, they told me it was sitting in the hangar. 
and there was nothing I could do about it. What do you mean nothing you could do about it? that lady? Beth is her name. She she <laughs> she went on her trip. Her luggage didn't. That was the other things I heard a ton of this weekend. People went on a trip, kind of, sort of, got stuck in places. Guess what didn't come with them? Their luggage. Or their luggage made it, and they never did. Their stuff's floating around everywhere. They're pissed. As you would be if you went somewhere and your GD luggage didn't show up. They loaded a plane that was never going to take off with all of our luggage, and um, everyone from that flight, I can tell you, has not seen their luggage since. How pissed would you be? We know you have... We know you have choices in where your luggage goes, and we really appreciate the fact that you chose chose us. Nightmare indeed. Horrible. <laughs> I couldn't even imagine that. And I've been, trust me, I've been, uh, you know, I, I've, I've traveled enough to know that, uh, and, and I don't, and people say, why don't you do a bunch of stuff? Why don't you travel a lot? You know what? Part of the thing is, it's because I work so much. I travel a lot when I was younger, way too much. And I'm at the point now, it's like, uh, you know, the kids are in a, you know, a weird situation where I'm not quite sure, you know, like, what's my limit with Charlie on an airplane? That's a tough one. That is a tough one. I don't know what it is. Couldn't tell you. You know, at the same time, you know, I've got a, I've got a 13-year-old. Uh, excuse me, I've got a 14-year-old. Her limit is, uh, I, I'm not quite sure either. Because she's on the spectrum and she wants to go places, but she has no concept of time. I don't know what that's like. So vacation, you know, I was talking to producer Anthony earlier today, and many of you listening probably uh, understand. A vacation like that isn't always a vacation. I mean, just for us to go when we go out to see Jack in one of his tournaments and stuff, and that, you know, that is one of those things where it's a, it's, it's a nightmare at times. I mean, it's great, but the packing, it's like, oh, my God. It's just, it's, you get there, the tra- it's just, it can be crazy. It can be. So I don't know. I don't know what my my sell-by date is for for some of these things. Uh, but it is, uh, I couldn't, I, I've, been, I've, I've had my luggage lost. And most of you have as well. But, uh, you know, usually they find it. It might not be that moment. It might be, hey, could you come back tomorrow? I've had a couple of those. Or we'll send it to you, but I've never had. Hey, your luggage enjoyed an amazing trip. You didn't. Or enjoy your trip. Your luggage decided it wanted to stay in the hangar here. Oh. Oh, weird. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, all of the other things. A lot of stuff still to get to. Some predictions for 2023 and beyond. We'll talk a bit about that. As well as did they catch the guy? The person they thought killed those four students in Idaho. We'll jump on that as well. A lot of other things. Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Found this interesting, got this uh, last week. 
about what we want in a president of the United States of America, according to a new poll. Very interesting. Uh, First of all, age played a huge role. Absolutely massive. So this is the USA Today Suffolk uh, University poll. Are you ready for this? This is spectacular. It's not even close, by the way. It's not even close when it comes to age. 50% of people surveyed said they want somebody between the ages of 51 and 65. Additionally, 25%, so 75%, three quarters of the people wanted somebody 51 to 65 or 35 to 50. Here it is. From 35 to 61, that's the sweet spot. 8% said the ideal president should be 66 to 80. You know who that was? 66 to 80-year-olds. <laughs> I'm kidding. Most of them would be like, hell no. Should be president of the United States? Are you ready for this? Younger voters were more likely to prefer younger presidents. Not a shocker. Among those under 35, 41%, the ideal president should be 35 to 50, uh, which is 35 is the, the eligibility range. Female president, most voters, vast majority, 55%, volunteered that gender doesn't matter. Ooh. Among Republicans, 50%, the ideal president would be male, while a negligible 2% said it would be female. In contrast, Democrats would prefer, uh, with a preference, to choose a woman over a man by two to one. Well, how very nice of you. By the way, where do you hear what the Democrats are all about? Hometown doesn't affect. Which party, surprisingly? So which party? How about neither? No surprise, Democrat voters wanted Democrats, Republican voters wanted Republicans. But, ready for this? There was notable support for not affiliated with either major party. Two-thirds of independents, 67%, but also 70% of Republicans, 13% of, I mean, 70% of Democrats, 13% of Republicans said that. Leadership or compromise in our president. We want compromise. 57 to 34%. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. By 4 to 1, 74 to 19%, Democrats want a president who will cut a deal with Republicans. By 50 to 38%, a president who stands on principle, even if it means things don't get done, according to the Republicans. Political experience, yes, but. This is where it gets interesting. Experience in politics was seen as a plus by most voters. Democrats preferred senators over governors, Republicans in what may reflect the GOP uh, kind of, you know, uh, disdain, if you will, for Washington preferred governors three to one. Here's where it gets weird. Business, ex- business experience. Republicans. Right. Absolutely. Eighty five percent. Democrats. No, not even close. Not even close. They don't want somebody who's had any business experience. Okay, so you don't want that. How about military experience? Republicans, 61% said their ideal president would have some military experience or served in the military. Democrats' view is a little bit more mixed. 31% favored a president who had served. 37% preferred one who had not. So wait a, wait a minute. You want somebody who has never had life experience, has never served in the military. You, who is it that you want as president? What the hell is wrong with you people? Oh, my goodness me. That's where we are. 
323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Speaking of where we are, is this guy just an idiot? Honestly. In George Santos's Long Island district, the outrage is palpable. George Santos is a fraud. I no longer support him. Democrats and Republicans angry in the wake of revelations. Santos lied extensively about his personal background and credentials. Teodora Chufayan voted for Santos and was drawn to his positions on pushing back on COVID-19 measures in school. My child, my choice. The whole persona that he created and the ability to deceive us is just so troubling. This man should not be allowed to be in office. No, no. I mean, you know, and look, the, you know, the interview last week with, with Tels, you know, Tulsi Gabbard on Fox was, you know, he he's lied about being J- Jewish. He's Jewish like I am, right? I got like 10 percent, 12 percent, something like that. You know, it depends. Every time I get any one of those DNA things, it's a little bit more, a little bit less, but whatever. He's Jewish like that. As I say, I'm taking off a high holiday and uh, I'm celebrating a day of Hanukkah. Right. School, not school. <laughs> no, you didn't. You didn't go to any of these places. Look, when it comes and let's not before we destroy the guy, which we're going to. Let's also be real for a second. Everybody pumps up their resume. <laughs> right. You pump it up, pump it up. I was a manager. You were system manager. Right. Yeah. Uh, everybody has done it. So. That being said, though, at this level, on a scale at this level, is tremendous. Here's the other thing. Media, where the hell were you? It was a Long Island, if I'm right, a Long Island or Rhode Island newspaper that found all this stuff, called this stuff before all this, and now everybody's like, I can't believe we found this stuff. You didn't do journalism. That's what you didn't do. You lied. Yes, I get it, because for those sick of fans out there who are who are who are who are yelling at me or tweeting at me saying, Chad, uh, you know, look, Biden does it all the time. I graduated top of my class 15 times. I was president of both Yale and Harvard at the same time. I was a Rhodes Scholar. I fought ninjas. I broke the Ming Dynasty. What the, We get it. But he was in politics for. Um, teen years. This guy is 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 a he is a mess, and his constituents don't buy into it. They don't. They don't. And integrity is very important. What My does it mean, though? What does it mean? Because the the meaning of well, the word actually matters. The thing is, Congressman Elect, uh, integrity means yes, carrying yourself with honor, but it means telling the truth. If I were one of those in New York's third district right now, now that the election is over, and I'm finding out all of these lies that you've told, not just one little lie or one little embellishment. These are blatant lies. Tulsi, I can say the same thing about the Democrats and and the party. Look at Joe Biden. Joe Biden's been lying to the American people for 40 years. Democrats resoundly support him. Yeah, he's been lying as all politicians do. They lie. But there's a difference between stretching a truth and truly lying. You lied about everything. Like Joe hasn't lied about everything. And Republicans, I'm calling you out on this. As I would call myself out, I, 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 I look over there and I say, all right, party, let's hold yourself accountable. 
That should be the point. The point is, if you want to sit here and, and look at the other side and say, you guys are nothing about liars either, hold yourself accountable. So when you look over there and say, all you guys do is lie and screw with the American people, you can do it in a way that's much different than this guy. But alas, here we are. It's Paul. I, I think the whole thing is now, just get elected. Nobody cares, right? I've had so many people tell me that. Eh, nobody cares. Just get elected. Nobody cares. Nobody cares what you did. Nobody cares who you are. All they care is do you have an R and a D by your name? That's all they care. They don't care about anything other than that. Because if you're on the team and you'll vote the way that they're telling you to vote, that's all they care about. Because eventually in this TikTok society where we have seconds for an attention span, we'll forget about it if you did the right thing when you needed to. And that is vote the way we tell you to vote. Sad. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, all of the other things. It is sad, though, right? Can we all admit it's sad? It's disgusting? Like, how did we get to this point? We got there because people just didn't care, apparently. Because even when they found this out, everybody kind of ignored it. That's the other sad part of this. 100%. They think they have caught him. Now, before we went to break... And took our little time away from the scene. Enjoyed our little holiday vacation. There was nothing. You had four kids brutally murdered in Idaho. Nothing. No suspect. It was like ninjas. It was something out of a horror movie. There was nothing that anybody thought they're going to do to catch whoever did this was it one people was it two people why are some people still alive and other people aren't alive because you had had six people in the house but four are murdered and they're not just murdered they're butchered butchered it was crazy you know they talk about it oh you know the further it gets away from the day or the murder the tougher it is as you show 48 hours right goes super cold after that Here we are weeks, weeks, and weeks later, and yes, they believe they've caught him. Last night, detectives arrested 28-year-old Brian Christopher Kohlberger in Albrightsville, Pennsylvania, on a warrant for murders of Ethan, Zena, Madison, and Kaylee. Kohlberger resides in Pullman, Washington, and is a graduate student at Washington State University. Yeah, they caught him. Uh, Crazy how they did it. But, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, it was uh, some of it was the fact that we have now these genealogy. We're just talking every time I do one of those, you know, we did my 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 son. And and for one year he got a uh, uh, like, I think it was for my birthday. Got me one of those DNA things, you know, because he wanted to see, too. And I was like, that's fine, you know. Uh, everybody's like, you gave your DNA to the government. Like, get over it. First of all, they've got all my fingerprints and everything anyways because I was a broker, so really at this point it doesn't matter. But that's how they catch a lot of these people, right? It's how, is it the, was it the Golden State Killer? That's how they caught him? Like his great-grandson or something had done a DNA test and they were able to trace it back, and that's one of those things that, that happened here. 
As Brian Koberger appears in court in Pennsylvania later today, we're learning more about how police narrowed in on him in Pennsylvania. Law enforcement sources are now telling ABC News investigators utilize DNA and public genealogy databases. They likely had a piece of unknown DNA and then matched it to Koberger or his family members on the public databases. Also now we're learning the FBI surveilled his parents' Pennsylvania home for four days before they moved in to make the arrest last week. Yeah, so they were ready to roll. Who is the cat, though? That's just it. The lawyer for 28-year-old Brian Koberger says his client maintains his innocence. He's certainly eager to get back to Idaho to start the legal process. Koberger is a Ph.D. student studying criminology at Washington State University just minutes from the crime scene. He was also a teacher's assistant. One of his students says he seemed different after the murders. His hair was a little you know, messed up or whatever. Uh, nothing like crazy, but enough that I remember seeing him and thinking like, Oh, man, you know, finals must be really getting to him or something like that. It's always after that, right? Like, he totally seemed uh, different uh, after the murders and uh, a little bit before. He was always weird. You know, it's always it's, it's never like right before. Like, that guy's going to kill somebody. That dude's going to snap at any given point. I can tell. Like, uh, that, that guy, it's always, oh, yeah, he's a little bit weird. I'll tell you this. My neighbor, my mother's neighbor, he's a lot of weird. And snapping at any given point, that's a possibility. We're saying it now, all right? I'm not saying his name. I'm just saying. You kind of know, right? Like, this is this is what makes somebody like the old serial killers back in the day, which is, again, with TNA, it's so hard now to, to, to come across, you know, you know, somebody who's got zero DNA anywhere that they could test and find. One of the reasons probably we don't have a lot of serial killers. But it's always like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just knew that guy was going to do something like It's like, you did not. This is a case where it appears it's not someone close to him. So it takes it away from what I would call more textbook murders that are driven by rage, anger, greed. And this is a more like there's a psychological aspect of this killer. I guess more like a serial killer. Very random, which they always say serial killers, the hardest to catch are the random ones because you just don't know why. Right. So so because for how long we've been hearing oh, it's, it's, the, the reason it was the way it is, is because of the fact that he was very close and the rage and all that. There was, this was personal. And they're like, yeah, it's not personal. Ooh. Three, two, three, five, three, eight, twenty four, twenty three. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter tweet. Tax love hearing from all of you. Wrap it up straight ahead. Give you some predictions for the new year. Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. So what does our heartbeat sound like? Mighty. And the box office for Avatar The Way of Water is mighty, crossing the billion-dollar mark worldwide in just 14 days, the fastest film to a billion dollars this year. There have only been two others, Top Gun Maverick and Jurassic World Dominion. Even at a billion dollars, Avatar 2 might not be profitable. Director James Cameron said the $350 million movie would need to hit $2 billion to actually make money, though many believe the break-even point is actually lower. Whatever the case, with no new blockbusters on the horizon, Avatar 2 should keep raking in the dough for a while. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see it. I made a, uh, uh, a personal decision that, no, I don't want to see it. <laughs> I didn't see the first one either. Uh, I don't, I just, eh. my uncle, yeah, my uncle Paul, my best friend, and, and, and he and I were chatting because he went and saw it. And, 
uh, he had friends. He, he's friends with the Cameron family and and stuff. And and we were chatting. He said, "Dude, it is. I mean, it's, it's, it's the movie. It's okay. The storyline is what it is." He goes, "But the the they saw it IMAX 3D the whole night. So it's the most amazing. It really is amazing. It's incredible. That being said, that that being said, still don't want to see it. Still don't want to see it. But it's got it, third week, third week out. It went up the box office." That's that never happens. It's how crazy that is. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, all of the other things. Uh, predictions. Have some fun with predictions. We could do that this year. Uh, I predict it is going to be much of the same in the in the chaotic world of politics, which is unfortunate, but the reality of. It. But I think what you're going to start to see is in the social aspect now of the politics of pop culture and the pop culture of politics, you're going to see a slowly shift to the right in some of this insanity that we've seen, where you can have 5,000 genders and you can, you know, you can do drugs on the street anywhere you want, however you want, and steal anything you want, and you're okay to do that because somehow you've been aggrieved. I think you're going to see a lot of that stuff start to move more to the right, which is a positive in reality, immigration still going to be a nightmare. Touched on it throughout the show uh, because there isn't it's a we're fine continuing to kick the can down the road if we can use it. Touched on it earlier. I don't think Biden's going to run again. I just don't. But I don't know if he announces that this year. It may come early 24. And that I think a lot has to do with, you know, uh, a lot of things. But I just don't think he's going to run again. And I don't think Trump is going to, he's in it for the long haul. I think he's in it more for the money. I think he's in more for a lot of the other stuff uh, and being relevant. But I don't think he's in it for the long haul at all. I just don't. Do I think he's going to be arrested? I don't think he's going to be arrested. I just don't. I don't think he's going to be arrested. I think all of this was more or less, uh, 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 did we weaken him enough that there's no chance for him to get the nomination. I think a lot of that is what that is. Like to hear from you, you can tweet at us, text the program, 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet, text, love hearing from all of you. That's it, kids. We got through the first show of the year unscathed. If you're new to the program, God bless you. Thanks so much for showing up. We'll do it again tomorrow, as always. Night, night, Jack. This is the Chad Benson Show.